If tomorrow all things are gone, I work for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be living here today, 'cause the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. Good evening. Good afternoon. Right. Uh, what are you holding up? It's a little flag, USA. Okay. Red, white, and blue, made out of safety pins with little tiny, tiny beads. Oh, look at nice. that! I can see that now. That's pretty cool. Where'd you Very grab nice. that? I've had it for years. I don't remember where I got it. It's Very cool. In my desk, it's in my desk drawer, and I heard the song playing. I said, "Oh, let me pull out my little flag." There you go. Very nice. You know, you weren't on the last podcast. We were talking about certain things uh, that you keep on your person, with, like your hunting gear. We were talking about. I got oh, saints. I thought you meant other things. Oh, no, okay. no, I got, I got like saints from my mother, my grandmother, uh, my aunt, people that aren't with us no more. But mother-in-law, my, my my one aunt, yeah, Jeanette, <clears throat> my uh, my one aunt gave me a, I forgot it was Saint Peter, uh, one of the little saints, but she always kept it on a safety pin, and she said if you lose the saint, the safety pin will always keep you safe. So yeah. everything that I do, if I'm doing something, if I got to give a speech or something, if I'm doing a cooking demonstration or one of my cooking classes, I always put a safety pin on the inside of whatever my shirt I'm wearing, just as like a little mindset to keep me, uh, to keep me safe. Oh. So, yeah, I still I, have the, I still have the little round ball, uh, compass with the pin on it that Moose gave me. I have, I have yeah, one of them. I think so. Hours. I, and I got one now too, because we I found one cleaning yeah. the house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I have Dude, that in, in, my, in one of my hunting gear. Frank, yeah. do you remember when we got the ones they were like um compass that like little hour not hourglass, like little um micro like what do you call it? Like uh I can't think of the word Spit now. Out. Spit it out, Lou. Magnifying glass. It was like a little magnification to make a fire. Yes. It was like a little brass thing. We got them like yes. years oh. ago. Yeah, I got one of those. I got grandpa. Yeah, it looked, it looked like a little compact, actually. Right. It's a yeah. little com exactly. Exactly. That thing yeah. ain't worth the fuck, though. Excuse my language. Uh, oh, listen. Oh, oh. You get it close oh. to your barrel of your gun, you're walking north for three days. and you. Yeah. It, it's more of the aesthetics that we have it for a lot of years, no, and it's on I your agree. person. That's what you started out talking I about. I agree. I agree. Listen, Frankie and I had, I had one of them little handheld GPS things. Actually, Bob Heineman bought it for me. Uh, I forgot. I think we were at Cabela's, and he's like, "This is great. This is great." He had, a, you know, his Cabela's point, so he buys me this thing. I download it. I do the area that Frankie and I hunt in Pennsylvania. Frankie and his two boys and I, we go up the hill. We, we got so freaking lost. We came out. We were like three miles from the truck. I tossed that thing in the river. Yeah, we had to send uh, GI Joe. Anthony yeah. was the best shape. <laughs> go ahead, go find the truck. Bring it to yeah. us. He had a jog to get the truck. <laughs> Come back like a half hour later. Oh. What's going on, dude? What happened to you? Oh, good times. Good, good times. 
And anybody that, that, that tells you they never got lost is full of shit. I'm lost right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I get lost behind right our house. I don't know what day it is. I don't know where I am. <laughs> That's a good thing when you're retired. That's a good That's thing. You're not supposed to know what day it is. Take it as it comes. That's exactly. It. We had a guy, I don't know if you remember, I'm not going to mention any names, but we had a guy a couple of years ago got lost behind a house upstate and he kept going. He goes, whistle, whistle. So I kept them grabbing my walkie-talkie and going <laughs> into the walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> he got so pissed. <laughs> he told me he was like 75 yards from me. I'm watching him behind the tree. He was like wigging out. Uh, we let him suffer for a little bit, but uh, he kind of got like a little. Uh, he needed a Snickers at the end of the day. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. But yeah, we, yeah. we always have fun with stuff like that. Good times, exactly. Absolutely. Good, good times. So, uh, got a couple of cool topics tonight. Uh, I don't know I, if you guys uh, got a chance to glance at the emails, but uh, I know one of the big things that's up now, and I keep seeing it on my Instagram account and, and on a lot of. Uh, YouTube and stuff like that. It keeps popping up is uh, antler shed hunting. And uh, I never really went, ant you know, hunting on purpose for, for sheds, you know, just walking out, you know, going for a walk into the woods and stuff. And then you stumble upon, you know, some antlers and stuff like that. But I think it's pretty cool. A lot of these people posting uh, some pretty, you know, like 200 class deer and stuff. like I, that. Yeah. So a lot of them, Paul, you know, you can make antler shed traps. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yes. cut a five-gallon bucket in half, and you put corn in it. And as they bend down to eat it, they knock their antlers off because they're soft. Right. They're coming off now. Well, you got to put they recommend. You can put them all over the place on property, like, you know, you lease, hunt, or whatever. And uh, as they go to eat the corn, as they go lower to the bucket, they knock, they knock them off. Yeah, but you got to be careful with that, Lou, because in some states or some counties, actually, it's illegal to bait for antlers. Okay. That I did not know, but I'll, I'll I believe anything. I'm, just, I'm, just make, I'm making this up as I go along. Okay. <laughs> sounded, sounded convincing. It sounded, it sounded yeah. good. <laughs> it sounded good. You know, listen, there was yeah. a guy in Kansas. They found, they said the deer had potential to be like uh, 215 or better. I think it scored like a 202 or something. Wow. Uh, one of his water tanks where the where the cows go to, you know, go to go to drink water. And that's what happened when, when he went down. His antlers were so big. His antlers touched the other side, and they got knocked off. They knocked off, sure. By the thing, like you're saying, yeah. though. Yeah, and that's yeah. and uh, a a big trophy, believe it or not, is to find a matching pair, not yes. just a hair. Because I found yeah. I have a really nice shed. I'll show you later. Um, I have a really nice half of a ten I found by Zeke's house. Yeah, yeah, I found half, so I never found a full. Uh, no, I never pair. found a full pair. I found halves. You're right. You're right. Mm. I found a six. one here. The other one might be a hundred yards away. It could be a half a mile away. Yeah, yeah I, I found half of a six and half of a ten is the yeah. only thing I ever found like that in the woods. A lot of fun doing that. I mean, absolutely. You got to be into walking. That's what it's all about. You got to walk mm -hmm. and look through the woods. That's it. That's exactly yeah, right. It's not you always, gotta be you're not always going to find them where they normally rub earlier in the season. You know, because no, right. they're, they're falling off when they're ready to fall off. It could be they mm -hmm. bunk it into a tree. It could be yeah, into anyway. a bucket, like you said. Yeah. You know, you don't know when it's going to happen, and usually that does happen somewhere in February. Yeah. Thereabouts. And normally you need no snow on the ground, you know what I'm saying? So you can see them against the brown and green and whatever. Yeah, you got yeah. a uh Frankie and I got a uh, and Paul, we got a guy from, from our club in Pennsylvania. He told me they use fishing line. So what they do is they make a webbing at a fishing line and they put a line of corn on the floor. And when it goes down, it hits that monofilm 
and it knocks the antlers right off right there. And it works, sure. So, I mean, there's there's a there's a method for everything. Uh, I sent Mike a picture. Mike, I don't know if you got that email I sent out. You just sent it now, Andrew. Yeah, I sent it maybe about a, a minute ago. Uh, there's a picture of that Kansas deer. The guy had it mounted. The thing is is pretty impressive. Yeah, it came over as a, a Word document. Is that? Click on the Word doc, and the picture should be in there. Okay. I'm not the most sophisticated when it comes to this email stuff. You think I'd be uh, well, on top of it? At least you didn't fax it over. <laughs> Give me a minute. I'll go downstairs. <laughs> you know me. I'm computer illiterate. <laughs> I'm bad. We make it work, though. We I was surprised work. I got on tonight. I tell you what, Lou was on at like uh, four. I was on about noon. twenty minutes before everybody. I was dying. <laughs> oh, I was sitting here. Figured out how I to use everything waiting now. To click into the studio. I was sitting here waiting for the time. That was it. Okay. Well, listen, everything's good. Uh, you know, we're we're here now. That's the main thing. Lewis got on. Lewis did one of those uh, scenes from like a movie. You can hear people in the next room talking. He does the. He did like uh, what my mother does. Did a Sophie. Shut up. <laughs> and like that the sound went off but uh yeah, everything is good man uh i <clears throat> went out two weeks ago when we were talking about antler sheds and i went out to uh, otis pike and i just parked my car and i walked around a little bit walked around a little bit you know i didn't see anything i mean I, that's one of those things if you're if you're looking, you know, unless you got a big buck in your backyard, like where you are, Frankie, and you know, mm -hmm. you, you know, a roundabout area where that deer is every day. I was yeah. looking, I mean, to go out in, in a big piece of land and go look, it's like finding a needle haystack. I think you right. got better odds of hitting a, a scratch off or something. That's my opinion. Yeah. But I had 17 deer in the backyard this morning nice. at, one, at, at one time. Nothing with horns, naturally. I haven't seen yeah. anything with horns in a while. You still got that messed up deer with the broken leg, or he's not around no more? Oh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I did say, I tell you, though, the last couple of times I saw it, it's like the thing was healing up as bad as it was. It was walking on it. Really? Without, oh. with, without the limp that it had, it had, it was hanging dead, When you know, the first times I've seen it. Yeah. Where it looked like it, the leg should have been amputated. That's how badly it was broken. Like It looked like a compound fracture that was coming out of the skin. I don't know how. There wow. is. Oh, wow. There goes oh, that deer. Some, that's some rack. Yeah. Oh, one God. one nice foot G2s there. They're really high. Wow. Yeah. You could play ring tours on that. Yeah, that was tremendous. So that was it. I but mean, anyway, yeah, that, that deer, the last couple of times I've seen it, it was actually putting weight on that leg and using it. That's good, though. I, I was resilient. I had no idea how it was doing that, but it did it. That's pretty cool. Any bears? See any bears? Uh, not yet. No, probably uh, come toward April or something. You'll start seeing bears around. Jeff Richter. What's Jeff up, Jeff? Richter. Hi, Jeff. The cable guy. <laughs> <laughs> things not to Get do when done. you wear. Things, yeah. Things not to do when you're wearing a bright red jacket. Actually, Jeff was helping me out. Uh, what, I fight we, a bull. <laughs> yeah, I know we were talking about. About doing a NASCAR track, we want to do uh, set up a tailgate party and, and start handing out some product and stuff like that. Give some T-shirts away and stuff. Jeff was helping me out with Dover. I think Dover would be a little bit more doable for us. Oh, than, close. Uh, well, it's close, and uh, you know, before we jump in the ocean, you got to go in the kiddie pool, Lou. I know you want to do Daytona, but we can work our way up to Daytona. Okay. You know, so Jeff's Jeff's been sending me dates uh, 
for Dover. I think you sent me a date for Richmond, but he sent Richmond. The Richmond is the week before Dover. Yeah. So we uh, we got to get that going. We'll get that going soon enough within the next week or so. If we do Dover, which is good, because I'm going to be down there. I took a turkey hunting trip when I was down there the last time. So I'll be down there Friday, Saturday. So I'll be down there the whole weekend. So let me know whatever we want to do. I got no problem. We can RV it there, or we can just get a hotel and go. Whatever you guys want to do, we'll, we'll okay. make it work. So we got to make plans within the next uh, couple weeks, though. Yeah, because you got to get, get tickets. Or we got to get tickets. You got to make it happen. I have all the Don't information. Don't Daytona. Way too damn, way too way too damn crowded. All right, what do you recommend, Jeff? Lou likes Daytona. Why do you like Daytona, Lou? Daytona's the best race. That's the biggest race. That's the Super Bowl, which they have first rather than last. Gotcha. You know? I mean, I, I like to go to Talladega, but that's in Alabama. It's another far trip. Yeah. Yeah. Richmond and Dover. Lake. All right. There you go. And listen, I've been to Dover with Jeff, Paul, and uh, mm -hmm. and another friend of ours, Rob. And uh, I had a good time. That was really good. Time. Yeah, we went to Dover. Dover was great. No, no. Richmond. We went to Richmond. Oh, Maybe I like Dover. We've always been there with one. Ben, right? Ben Dover, right? I said Pocono, oh. too, Jeff. Pocono, Pocono is, is a super speedway. It's two and a half mile track. It's a big track. It's nice. Oh. So the other one's a one mile track. They're small tracks, short tracks. Listen, we're going to have fun no matter where we go. We're have fun if we're going to go watch the cars race in Frankie's backyard. <laughs> yeah. well, just, uh, just how we roll. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have some trees in their way, but it would be interesting. That's all right. We'll bet on the car on the outside. So. Lewis and I were talking the other morning. Uh, we were talking about they say the hundred dollar bill. You know, like the fifty is the the, the new sixty or sixty is the new fifty with, with somebody's age. However, they make the reference. They say the hundred dollar bill is the new twenty. Is what they yeah. were saying. Uh, I heard it on a radio, and then uh, people are making you know some silly posts on the internet and stuff like that. But Lewis that's why you gotta buy silver and gold. That's it. But we were we were talking about how things are just not what they used to be, you know. Lou kind of went on his little bit of a rant. I don't know. Uh, I think we're a, I say we can, we're a PG thirteen type of uh, podcast. I don't want to get into a triple X on how what Lewis yeah. references to, but you know, just by going to the way of the grocery groceries. I mean, you know, chop meats up every everything in the store is up. I went the other day to go find pastina. My wife wanted to make uh, you know for soup macaroni. All the pasta's gone. And then the kid in the store is telling me that, and I hate to get on the topic. He goes, well, that's because Ukraine is one of the largest supplier of, of flour and wheat in the world. That's why there's no pasta on the shelves. And I was like, what? Well, and that's why you're stocking shelves for a living. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I try to be polite and stuff like that. But I think people. Well, soon they're going to stop making it. Or they're going to call it something different anyway. I don't know if you could call it pastina anymore, because I think that that was one of the names of the kids on a Little Rascals. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't make the show, but it's still the same. I think our grandmother, our great grandmother, had a dog named Pastina or something like yeah, that. Speaking right? of grandparents, well, anyway, your father, happy birthday, Willie, a couple days ago, eighty-three, yeah. Louis, Louis, oh, wow. eighty-six, 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 eighty-six. He is. 86. I keep saying eighty-three. That's 86, my mother. Eighty-six, yeah. Yeah, my mother. Your mom's eighty-three. Eighty-three, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your mom's mega. Like May she'll be eighty three. Yeah, she's like a day off from Nick's birthday because I know your birthday coming up. Maybe coming up a couple of weeks. May. May. It's like right around Labor Day weekend, twenty sixth of May. Yeah. She's yep. the day before. Nick My mother in law Nona is going to be eighty this year. Oh, oh no! We're going to have a party yes. for Nona. Yeah. 
When's the birthday, Paul? Um, I think it's sometime in June. Yep. Oh, we got to. She's going to slow down on raking the forest this year. <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple yes. good birthdays this month. Uh, we got Frankie's birthdays coming up this month. We got Regina, his wife's, his birthdays this month. Her birthday's got, uh, the ninth. Coming up in a few yeah. days, in uh, seven days. Yeah. Giacomo, Giacomo's got a birthday this My month. My sister Diane's in two days, the fourth. There you go. Chris, Chris got a birthday at the end of the month. My granddaughter, Anna Ray. Anna Ray. Yeah. We got, a, we got a lot of people a lot of this month. Howard Cosell, March 25th, same day yeah. as me. Well, and so's Boy George has the piece. same birthday as you, Frank. Oh, George. Boy George Boy has George. the same birthday as you. Oh, nice. One of my favorites. G-Wow. Yeah. One of my favorites. <laughs> Do you really want to lick it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Humble for you, Frank. He's like Boy a real George. pot sticker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Boy George. He's laughing all the way to the bank. That's okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you got to see what I did the other day. I almost cried. You get, you get a kick out of this. I went a few days back. Last week, I, I had bought like $20 worth of scratch-offs. I scratched them. I won a few bucks. It's, it's, I didn't go take the money. I go back and I get more tickets. I had like 40 something dollars. I bought like $40 worth of tickets with the winnings. Scratch them. I won more money. And make a long story shorter, I ended up with $85 worth of tickets because wow. I had won that and I didn't take the cash. I just played, got more tickets. I bought like one $10 one, maybe $10, $5 ones, you know, mixed them up. Anyway, I'm on this one ticket and Regina's sitting next to me at the kitchen table and I'm scratching it. And you know how you scratch the winning numbers first? There's like five of them across the top. I scratched the first one. One, two, three, and four, whatever, whatever the numbers were. I'm scratching the whole ticket. I got maybe three scratches left. I scratch down here, and it's one. I said, all right, cool. Let me see what I want. I start scratching it. I see a two. I see a five. I said, oh, good. I want 25 bucks. I keep scratching it. There's a shitload of zeros after it. $250,000. I just fuck. throw the ticket down on the table in front of me, and I look at my wife like this with a sick look on my face. And she goes, what's the matter? I said, I'm about to have a heart attack. And I look back at the ticket, and I'm checking, and I'm looking. Am I seeing this right, or am I just old, and I don't know what I'm doing? Make a long story short again, that first number I scratch up top, that one, I didn't go over far enough. Oh, it was an no. 11. <laughs> it was an 11. I almost cried. Oh. That would I was nice. to my stomach. I oh. swear, I, I swear, I just won a quarter of a million dollars. I'm like, oh, oh, I don't have, oh. I don't have that kind of luck. And I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at her, and I'm, I'm, oh, I'm telling you, I almost cried. Frankie, that was karma. That was karma yeah. kicking the ass from what the the great lotto trick what you did to your wife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh, years ago, yeah. yeah, years yeah. ago, <laughs> Frankie. Uh, yeah, she used father. to always call her father. Yeah. Like, I think for the Saturday Night Lotto, the six number, you know, it was, I don't think it was Powerball back then because it was a long time ago. But you'd win like five, ten million dollars, whatever it was. So she used to always call her father Sunday morning because he used to play religiously for the numbers from Saturday night. I called him ahead of time and I told him her numbers. <laughs> so when she called him Saturday morning, he <laughs> was reading off the numbers one by one. And she's like, I got that one. I got that one. Oh. <laughs> She's got them all. She's like running around screaming. Ah! 
and I'm laughing naturally. <laughs> Cursing out yeah. a boss, quitting a job. Yeah, that didn't go over too well afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's a I great think I'm story. still paying for that. I don't know. Can you kill somebody that way? But anyway, yeah, that is karma. Then I guess I guess you're right. You kind of got yeah. You kind of got a little uh, a little kick in the ass on that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, we uh, I think we're we're almost at what we're at the end of whatever hunting season's coming around. I think March ends uh, coyote season to get back on a little bit of hunting topic. Predator ends, and then we got a, a solid month before. Turkey for, for New York turkey. I mean, the Pennsylvania turkey opens up in April and stuff like that. Yeah, out here it's uh, April. a certain time in April also. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. I know we got the uh, the Bob Heineman pheasant classic that's coming up March twenty seventh. We got that. I actually I was at the printer today. I approved the hats. So we everybody get, we're gonna get a hat. I got. Uh, his his name and everything on the back, and then uh, I was telling Lewis I put Semper Paratus because uh, always always ready, you know. And I think that was that was Bob's a hundred percent because when you needed a, a sixty two inch leather shoelaces, Bob's like, hold on, I got three pairs in the in the in my glove box. He, you know, if you needed a, one of them square six volt batteries, he had one in the trunk of the car. So he was always uh he was more of a boy scout than, than yeah he probably had eight eight in the car yeah like when exactly. he needed boots he had four pair yeah yeah <laughs> when boots exploded that time we made fun of him right right yeah. but he had them <laughs> yeah hey, he, he yeah. had that pair he had that I got another pair they're in the back you know so uh but that that's coming up I got Monday uh, Sunday I got that breast cancer they're doing a five hundred duck release I'm doing a breast cancer shoot. Out in Long Island, actually Saturday I have uh, I donated a, a wild game party for six to eight people, and I'm actually I got to do it this weekend at somebody's house. So the guy is we're doing it for uh, for a bunch of people. I got a pretty decent menu, uh, similar to like the menu we do, Frank Paul, when we do our, our game dinner. Yeah. I got the uh, I got the I'm making that uh, Egyptian goulash with the filo dough. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing a riff on uh, chicken palm. I was telling Frankie about this one. So I'm making pheasant meatballs, and then I'm going to fry them how you fry your regular meatballs. And then I'm going to – I'll let them – I'll do them ahead of time. Then the day I serve them, I'm going to flour them, egg, and breadcrumb them, and then I'm going to fry the meatballs in breadcrumb. And then you put that on like a little slider roll with some sauce and some Parmesan cheese and stuff like that, and you throw it under the broiler. So, Sounds good. We'll try that recipe out and uh, video it a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot some video as much as they'll allow me to do some things and stuff like that. And I'm doing those. Uh, Frank, you weren't on the last podcast, so we did a uh, can't mention any company names, but we did a a, a tribute to Lewis the Cake Lord. So I made those little uh, little donut hole sliders I made with some of the uh, the pigs that we got. Uh, yeah, the, the wild boys we got. I made some pulled pork out of that, and I put that on there. So I'm gonna make those, and I'm gonna make little ones with. Uh, I got some venison pastrami that's done. I'm gonna probably throw it on a smoker Friday, and yeah. I'm gonna make little, little like Rubens with them. So I'll send you guys some pictures and stuff like that. And I've been playing around with the venison pastrami all week. I came up with pastrami tacos, which uh, I had some help from from some of Nick's friends because uh, those are my that's my test my taste testers so we were talking about what to put on it you know uh, sauerkraut you know coleslaw or something like that so 
Frank refrained from anything here. So we came up with a broccoli slaw. Broccoli and slaw. A broccoli oh, slaw. A Richie slaw. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Right. That was perfect. Oh, no. <laughs> As everything goes silent. Oh, God. I'm glad he said it. <laughs> so yeah. I do, uh, do, do, do a broccoli slaw. Yeah, well, there you go. I do a broccoli slaw with a broccoli slaw with a little bit of. Uh, I had a little bit of. I rendered down some bacon. I used some bacon grease and stuff like that, and uh, I kind of mixed it up a little bit. I put like a spicy Thousand Island in there, and then I shredded up some uh, Swiss cheese and some pepper jack cheese. Actually, it was habanero jack cheese, a little freaking hot for my yeah. taste, but it was good. It came out really good. So that sounds good. Well, it's uh, funny because that that guy I was speaking of before. When I heard, oh no. Anyway, uh, he, he uses bacon grease when he goes on a broccoli attack. Uh, a broccoli yeah. hunt. Yeah. That's, that's part of his, uh, his orchid. He goes shit, he goes shit yeah. hunting too. Yes, he oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 He's funny. been known to rub too. But anyway, before we get too crazy here, um, Mike, Mike, can we get a picture of Captain Kangaroo when you get a chance? Oh my god, that's awesome! Uh, <laughs> last, last week, I took out some uh, nice uh, uh, what did I take out? Some venison steaks out of the freezer from my deer from this season, and uh, I let them thaw out in a Ziploc with some Worcestershire sauce and a little bit of teriyaki. And last night, was it last night? Yeah, I think it was last night. I made them in a cast iron skillet. And the only thing I, what I did was I just put a little bit, I drizzled a little bit of oil in the bottom of the skillet. It's one of them skillets with the ribs. So it's not actually sitting yeah. in the oil, you know? And I use this oil. If you ever get a chance, you gotta you gotta get this and try it. Somebody, girl in Florida, from the condo we were at, she told me about it. Uh, you know the store Wegmans? Yep. Yeah. It's a it's food, you know, food store. Anyway, they sell it's their own brand. They sell this what they call basting oil, and it's a beautiful oil. It's got garlic flavoring, and it's got all kinds of. I don't know. It looks like grass in there. I have no idea what it is, but it tastes good. But anyway, I used a little bit of that. Great flavor. And then as it was almost done, I sprinkled a lot of the uh, seasoning, everything but the bagel. Oh, there you go. On top. Mm -hmm. And then I sliced it. And I, I used uh, on a ciabatta roll. I made us like sliced steak sandwiches. Oh, nice. my God, was it good. <laughs> Sounds good. You know, every time we come off the show, I'm freaking hungry. That's already starting. <laughs> that sounds yeah. good. Frank, any yeah. – uh, I know we spoke the other day, but uh, any uh, – Firehouse? Any, no. Haven't heard nothing, nothing enough. All right. Yeah, we're no. trying to come up with a date for a game dinner. I, I'm going to say we should maybe September, you know, maybe like we do uh, late September or maybe the first weekend in October or something like that because that at least allowed us some time to sell some tickets and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. or, or August. I, don't, I mean, whatever. Right. First I'm we have to anything. see if the place is available to yeah. us. And once we know that – then we can come up with a date and yeah. uh, we'll take it from there. Fair enough. Yeah, that would definitely. And then be we there. just have to get uh, Gerard to bring our uh, the deer. Oh, meat! Our uh, meat forward so we could finish processing that. Yes. 
bring his friend? What's that? He's bringing his friend, the Jolly Ranger? No. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> Donnie Dark, uh, whatever. Yeah, no, I don't think so. No, thank you. No, thank no. you. Gerard, if you're listening. He, he's an unwanted entity. <laughs> yeah. Gerard, go get help. No, no that's, that's what nightmare, nightmares are made of. <laughs> Absolutely. Except to Gerard. Well, you know. that goes back to the topic. Things aren't what they used to be anymore. You know, some things Gerard calls a dream boat. We call a shipwreck, you know. <laughs> it's like a ten car uh, pileup on I seventy eight. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Things going all the wrong tailpipes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. So, what's the next topic? Uh, I well, Lou, are you changing it? Oh no! No, no, no! I'm not changing it. <laughs> you have to stay on test. You reminded me about ten times today. We gotta stay on test. Gotta keep it interesting. Is it okay? We are keeping it interesting. As soon as you mentioned, you know, I'm interested. As soon as I'm not interested, I'm gonna say goodnight. As soon as you mentioned them, them, uh, you know, Gerard, you get all panicky and you look at them off. But yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I said in one of the earlier podcasts, I'm, I'm looking at that same AR10 that Frankie got. So I'm more ready to rock and roll. 308, same gun I'm getting. Oh, no, about AR-10, meaning AR-10 is normally a, a semi in 308. You want to make a chassis rifle, you're talking about the bolt. Frank, you want to take the topic over, please? I'm scared. He might very well be right because oh, I know not, I'm right. I call it an AR-10, but he is right about it being an auto. Um, I still call it that. What they call it from uh Uintah, the manufacturer yeah is a i believe they call it a ur or a up10 something like that you know they gave it its own title mm -hmm. but uh yes he's correct an ar10 is actually an auto semi-auto right. i should say semi-auto yeah it's usually usually the heavy metal guns are called 308 right. bigger AR frame ar10 is the semi-auto 308 or in six five Creedmoor or correct one of the three hundred blackout, right? Exactly. Yeah. But yes, but that it's a great gun. It's a lovely gun. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So how they advertise it on their website is as an AR ten bolt action gun three hundred eight. So that's right. that's my next purchase. Right. That's what I'm getting. I'm right. gonna Frankie and I are getting it's into a, that. It's an awesome. I can't wait to shoot long range with it. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to doing that this spring. Yeah. So we got that range that we're gonna we're gonna join over in uh up in Great Bend. Great Bend there. There you yeah. go. So we'll be out there. But you know, and then there's another gun that I like. I, I test shot at at the house uh, during hunting season that one of Nick's friends Massimo bought was the Savage Access uh two comp was it compact two? Uh I yes, I believe so. Yeah, it was a Savage Access two XP compact in three fifty legend. Which I was very impressed with the gun. I was very impressed with the caliber, but for a gun, a gun combo out of the box, you know, once the gun was all sighted in, whew, that's 50 yards. We were hitting the same hole with that. Uh, you know, ammo is readily available at the stores. One in the last podcast, we were talking about, you know, buying ammo. And it is, ammo it's not awfully expensive either. No, it's not. It's still in the mid 20s a box where, you know, 308, 3006, you know, jumped up to like $40, $40 a box. Very expensive. You know, uh, Lewis knows was was mentioned was a straight. Would you say it was a straight wall? It's a straight wall case, yeah. Yeah, straight wall casing, and that they made it for like certain areas where 
a lot of states have shotgun hunting, and they made this caliber. You, so can, you, can, you can use rifles that have a straight wall yeah. case. Yeah, so they made right. like Ohio is one of the big states like that, and a lot of the, the Midwest. The Indiana, some of those yeah. few states that are like that where they can only use straight wall cases. You can't yeah. use. No, what's, the, what's the reason? What's the reason for that, Lou? Why distance, would they put that into the law? Distance. I don't believe they had the distance like in 06 and uh, some oh, of the other. Okay. okay. All right. So they have more flat lands or whatever, so they don't want to. Yeah. Okay. They don't want it to fly as long. Well, I, I believe I, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'd have to really research it. But a lot of those straight wall cases are actually pistol. Yeah, like a like, like a forty-five long Colt. It's like it's like a big pistol cartridge. So right, right. it's really not a rifle round. You, you follow what I'm saying? Right. It's like even a hybrid. Three, even three fifty-seven. It's a straight. Right. Well, right, but it's a pistol yeah. cartridge, right? Or forty-four or four four four. You know, they, they're right. like you know, right. right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was impressed with it, you know, with for. Uh, That's the uh, the AR-10. That's a bolt action AR-10. See it? The UP-10. Well, that's what we're saying. But you, you know, what you would tell you see how on the bottom is a UPR-10. Is there six point five Cremor? That's that model, yeah. Well, that's that one that you could get it in a a wide variety of calibers. I chose a three hundred eight, readily available. Could use it in other guns. It's, have it's really good, and and you can get it in a large amount of right. different uh, tip weights, you know, so yes. bullet yes. grain, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you guys probably can't tell from the fuzziness on there, but remember that friggin' sickle, whatever the hell that they call a skin tag I had hanging for years that, over here in my eye. It's gone. That like boar's head bologna had hanging off your face? Yeah, it's gone. There you go. You look, look at that. You look handsome. You look a lot I younger, guess, Frank. I guess that's what my wife told me. I gotta get a girlfriend now, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Scary. Oh, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Right. We'll have none of that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's gone. If I would have known it was that easy, I would have just did it years ago. It was insane. It was how easy. Did you put you freeze it? You put no, that I little well, nitrogen? I went to, no, I went to the uh, dermatologist. Oh, he did it. Okay. And uh, he did. It. He just gave me a, he gave me a little needle there, a Novocaine. A few seconds right. later, he Slice just it snip. Off. He goes, "You want to take it with you? You want to take uh. it home?" I said, "No, throw it out." <laughs> <laughs> I had it long enough. I had it long enough. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna miss it? No. I don't miss it. I love okay. it that it's gone. I good. That it's gone. That's a good thing. Beautiful. That's a good thing. You know, talking about uh, the original Ono, oh uh, we ran or he ran. Uh, he ran that. What do you want to call it? A cull uh, hunt in in the community up by us. Yes. Frank, you have any stats on that or how successful it not. was? I do not. Would they want to take like 40, 50 deer out of they there or something like that? The, the original number I heard was 40. Last time I spoke to him, I thought he said 50, but I don't know if he was just uh, jacking that up mm -hmm. a little bit. To, or is that what he know, took? I have no idea. <laughs> no, you, asked, all, you got you got four four per tag. You got oh, four tags. You got does only. Yeah, but I mean, who's to know? I mean... They're they're saying they wanted to take more, you know, to to fill the amount that they wanted gone. So let's say that was forty. I mean, if somebody, let's say you shot four deer, and at the end of it or close to the end of it, they're only down. They only took twenty five or thirty deer. There's no reason why he couldn't give you another tag for another another. Right. Uh, deer. Oh, I get you. I get you. Makes sense. Map, uh, 
license, yeah. you know. So <laughs> I don't know what the final number was. He never got back to us, you know, because that would just be, you know, it's not of our, in his eyes, I guess it's none of our business. I don't know. But uh, whatever. I don't, I don't particularly think they had the right guy for the job of running that thing, but who am I to say? Well, yeah, I, I, we'll I, not I, you next year to run it. Don't worry. I, well, I, no, uh, no, not me, not me. I mean, if I'm running that thing, all them deer will be taken in the first night. <laughs> you know, and actually, the ones that are don't sound like a big number for the area. No, I think they were just doing that as a test, as a yeah, pilot right. thing. Uh, you know, and see how that went, to, and then next year, naturally, that would be added to. Because, like I said, that that's not an exaggeration. I had 17 deer. Your backyard in my backyard this morning. I had pictures of Andrew's backyard, but it was only twenty. I went went to town and I passed my brother Michael's house, and in the field right next to his house, there had to be another twenty deer right there. Yeah, that's just two locations in the same community. Mm -hmm. Oh, that forty is definitely not the number they need gone. They probably need one hundred and forty gone. That's what I was going to say. About one hundred and forty would be like a real call number, right? Yeah, they they just announced. I, I was reading it on one of the the New York State websites that they got some, they're gonna have federal marksmen come in into some of the state parks on Long Island, and they're gonna come in, you know, with night vision goggles and stuff like that, shotguns, and they're gonna take out. They want to take a hundred eighty deer as their mark, what they want to take uh, out. And, and then, where are they doing this from? State lands? From state parks. State yeah, like Canaquat, like those big parks on Long Island. Yeah. Right, right. Hexter State right. Park. Sunken right, meadow right. stuff like that, and I mean, uh, they you say wanted, you wouldn't want it. You know, three o'clock in the morning, you don't want to hear boom from a twelve gauge in your backyard. <laughs> no, no, no. So, I guess uh, you know everybody. They'll have them on on high alert as they call in. You know, people they'll have something. And what are they doing? Out. They're they're donating the meat to like uh, food. You know, yeah, hunters. hunters yeah, all the money probably one of those hungry. kind of things. It's all going hunters for hungry, right, and then good. what they're going to do is they're going to allow them. They're going to have baiting areas where they're going to allow them to bait. So this way right. they can, you know, they'll just be able to, I guess, shoot, you know, three, four at a baiting pile. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and right. stuff like that. Uh, there's a couple of people outraged about it. They said they should have opened it up to, to some archery hunters and stuff like that. That's um, what I would have thought would have been a better idea. Really could have. Or, could have. It's, it's always better to get the public involved than it is to yeah. pay professional you know, yeah, to exactly. yeah. well, Do it partial that way anyway. When you yeah. have archery season on Long Island in these areas, extend the season or something for these people. You, you can always yeah. extend the season and exhaust all those resources before you pay somebody. Right. Oh, I agree. I agree. The, you know, the, 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 the local sportsmen would probably welcome it because they could use the meat if they wanted to. Or Yeah. Right. No, I agree. You can still do all the donations. If you're out there hunting and you get your deer, you'd have no problem shooting another two or three if you could and donate it. Absolutely. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. No, I agree. There's loads no. of people that would love to do that, but, you know, they get into bureaucracy and all the bull crap. Oh, let's let the professionals do it. Why the oh. guy that was just the guy that was just bow hunting all of a sudden he forgot how to hunt? Or, you know, they they always know better, like when they let all the wolves go free in the Adirondacks and you couldn't hunt those for like thirty-five years because they put a big impact on the on the population, then they realized that was wrong. They reintroduced one thing and it killed another thing. They, right. they were they were talking about on how the mayor of New York was uh I guess what were they doing with the deers in Staten Island? They were they were trying to they neutered them. 
New oh, Year's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, New, yeah. Oh, so they, whatever they did did not work. It cost them like a ridiculous amount of money, and uh, it just didn't work. You know, right. so I, I well, guess first they taught them to swim. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of pictures. Of I have a lot of uh, the, the Richmond Post or whatever it is yeah. with you swimming across the channel over there by the yeah. Arthur Kill Waterway. Right. So, well, listen, we'll see. You know, as I get more information on it, we'll we'll talk about it. And, you know, well, maybe they'll start introducing introducing some wolves into uh, Staten Island. Island. Staten Island. There you go. Yeah. Especially Definitely. around the area of Staten Island University Hospital, where they got like three thousand turkeys. Oh, then they're nasty. Yeah. <laughs> they are big. nasty. The turkeys there. They come they're right big, out to the really big. Yeah, I had them running after me one day on the job. Lewis got a turkey in his neighborhood there. They call him Kenny. He chased Gina's car the other day. Texas. He's going crazy. Yeah. I he's, got, he's got his own Facebook page. Yeah. I used to have Kenny. them in the driveway. I used to have them in the driveway up here when I had the Bronco or even the, the other white, the white pickup truck. If it was nice and clean, they used to go up to the bumper and see their reflection and peck at my bumper. <laughs> they thought they were show, fighting another bird. You got to show me a bumper at 40 miles an hour. Let them peck that. Yeah, <laughs> that's somebody else's job. So, I, I read an article. I, I sent it in that little email. I don't know if you guys uh, picked it out, but they said there was a 9,000-year-old deer camp they found in Jordan. And so what it, what it is, or what it was, I should say, was it was a natural funnel, or I should say a man-made funnel. What they did was they chased deer and antelope down into this kill zone, and then you had the villages where they, I guess, with the bow and arrows and, and spears and stuff like that. It was a pretty interesting article. Yeah, they had the, the tribes there and, and uh, oh, no. whoever, the, the natives to Jordan at the time or whatever. Frank, it's where Moose started. They had... Uh, it was the yeah. first yeah, right? Moose. Moose was... Uh, Moose and Uncle Dave, that's where they started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and And... They would, you know, you had whatever you had for the village or whatever. They would, uh, you know, they would slaughter or, or hunt. They called it hunting. I mean, the, the more I read in the article, it was more like a, a slaughter fest. But they would they would harvest their animals, and that's how they fed the, you know, the little village. They didn't they have a there. lot of frigging, uh, you know, uh, DCNR laws and stuff back there nine thousand years ago. No, 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 no. no but there wasn't they, that many conservation officers to an area. Yeah. <laughs> they categorized so they had their own spears. Right. They categorized that as the first, uh, like deer camp, is what they did. That that, yeah. that got dubbed as the, the first deer camp. Wow. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, hold on, I got I got another another interesting thing that we had. Uh, I got my notes are all mixed up. Oh, we had here we go. We had, and I was talking to Lewis about this. Was another thing we had. Uh, they had the greatest whitetail hunters of all times. And uh, we weren't on the list. We're definitely not on the list. <laughs> Don't get upset. We're not on that list. No, they had they had some. They, they definitely some, don't have as much fun as we do. The only names are like Bill Jordan. They don't eat what we eat either. Right. <laughs> no, they don't oh, eat like us. Notorious the hunters and, and their guys. I have a picture of Lou uh, with the, with the spear hunting. There you go. That's me. There you go. Frankie Thomas, that shirt. Yeah, I still got that spear too. <laughs> still got that underwear. You said underwear, that matching underwear. Oh, that's the same. Yeah, that's the same yeah, underwear. Down a little bit in the picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that, that's that Texas chainsaw leather face underwear that he wears all the time. He takes it off, uses it as a tablecloth. Yeah. 
Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh boy. But uh, they had some 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 hunters from uh, from like the 1600s to to today. Uh, they had Chief. I don't want to butcher this. Uh, Masson from the Great River, and uh, he was from like back when the pilgrims came in and stuff like What's that. What's his name? Chief Croissant. what? Masson. Oh, he's from French, the Fogawi tribe. No, he's not from that tribe, Frank. But he oh. was from whatever Fugawi? tribe. You know. Fugawi? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got lost all the time. Where the he Fugawi? got lost a lot of yeah. time. Fugawi. Yeah. But he uh he was like they, they want to call him like the, the original father of, of hunting, introducing the, the pilgrims and stuff like that into like white tailed deer hunting and stuff like they should that. They should make a they should make a statue out of him. So somebody could take it down. Well, that's a whole. Somebody could take it down. Yeah, the the non the people that yeah. don't like hunting. You know, let's chisel George Washington's face off of Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we'll get on it tomorrow. Exactly. You know, but they had that up to modern day. You got like uh, guys like Bill Jordan and Michael Whitehall, and they got a lot of things on there. I think me, I like me personally. I like. Uh, Big Deer TV. I like Mike Kanabek. I think he's got a lot of information. And uh, Dr. Deer from uh, mm. from National Whitetail uh, Foundation. I like our friends. Don't forget our friends. Who's that? From the drop Hal. zone. Hal. Mr. Hal, Hal Schaefer. Yeah. Hal Schaefer. Got some, he's got some good Come videos. on. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like the guy from Red Arrow. Yeah, he's cool. Got the beard you're talking about. The yeah, young yeah, two kids. He's a riot, that guy. Kip Campbell. I think he's from Virginia. Right? Virginia or the Carolinas or something? I think it's I Virginia. Know. Something like Pretty that. Sure he's, got, he's got did a very good show. Did you ever see Stan Potts? He's an yes. older guy. He gets like oh, gets all excited. Yes, 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 yes. And he's I like him. Wow. Listen, we were talking about the last time. They said, you know, I said when when you lose that shake, that adrenaline rush. You know, that's when you that's when you just hang it up. Hunting don't become fun anymore. I mean, if I see a little a little deer or you know, a big deer, I still get that shaky, shaky. You know, Frank was with me a couple times. <laughs> he gave me the old calm down. You know. Yeah. As I'm doing stupid shit. Hey, we have to see what we could do for the next podcast if we can come up with a picture of uh Captain Kangaroo throwing that spear. <laughs> I don't know why. I think I, we need I just we need Photoshop on that. Yeah, yeah, we got to do something with that. You know, we maybe can do wearing that. a maybe wearing a broccoli bikini or something. I don't know. I think I got the right guy for that picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we can do something like that unless we can have him pose for it. <laughs> you know, yeah, that would be fun. Oh no, that's all I want to say. Oh no, I mean, that, the original Captain Kangaroo dude. Naturally, he's passed on. May he rest in yeah. peace. But we have the uh, Captain Brockaloo. You know, we could have him pose with a spear. Hundred percent. What about uh, Captain Kangaroo with a an axe? Ooh, ooh, hey! Wow, that's a whole new, that's a whole new look. Was that Mr. Rogers? Yeah, it's Mr. Rogers. Yeah, he wants to put it in his chest. We're getting close. We're getting very close. Trying to pull him in the closet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 
Stop. <laughs> he goes. Oh. So we, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the text I sent out earlier about uh, we, Lewis and I were talking about bourbon. So you got, what is it? I think it's May the, May 2nd the, or May 7th, uh, Kentucky Derby. So I know last year I was with Paul and Frank. We were up in uh, in Fawn Lake. That was when uh, I think we were at the that lovely establishment at the end of the road. We were hanging out there having some bourbon cocktails. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, where we were? Yeah. We were hanging out over yeah. there. But Lewis and I were talking about a good bourbon. And he came up with, uh, he said he likes larceny. And I was telling a little history about, about larceny. I don't know if you guys read the thing about it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool with the, the guy Fitzgerald who had the keys during prohibition to the, like the bourbon reserve or whatever. And he would go and take like jugs of bourbon for himself, for himself, for himself. And then uh, he wound up getting arrested. He wound up serving some jail time. And then when he came out, he opened his own distillery. And that's where that the larceny. Oh, the term larceny came from. Yeah, it came from. Uh, wow. Cool. Interesting. An interesting story. Uh oh, what did I just do? Nothing. You're still there. No, on my on my screen, I said a window came up because I I hit the I hit the mouse and clicked on something. Even when I'm not trying to do something wrong, it happens. So anyway, yeah, very interesting. Yeah, I'm already. So I thought that was pretty cool. All, all going to the pheasant shoot. What's that? Yeah. All four going to the pheasant shoot. Yeah, the twenty seventh. Yeah, yes. Yeah, plus another fourteen. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making. Anybody who can't make it is actually behind the eight ball. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, that should be fun as always. I uh, I got I think nineteen confirmed. And I got. Who's the nineteenth now? Ten deposits. I thought it was eighteen. The original number you told me was eighteen, and you said, "Oh, I think you said it was nineteen And Vincent came." When the last time. Oh, was Vincent's going. not going. I think he said was going to go, but then he changed his mind. He's not going yeah. now. No, he's not going. Uh, hold on. Doesn't one of you guys bring his son? Is that what's going to happen? One of the guys. Well, you, gonna, uh, yeah, one of my one my, of my, my, my friend... brother is supposedly bringing his nephew. Yeah, I think he counts them counted though. Do you pay by the person or by the birds they put up? Per, well, or both. I guess it's I guess it's kind of like by the birds, really. It's by the birds, yeah. The package I took was by the birds. So. And then the more and then right, the, the more people that come, the, the cheaper it is. So here's the question for for the I I allotted at at twenty people. That's where I got the the price that I got for everybody. Anybody over that, we have an option to either cut the price down a little bit or I could buy more birds. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the, and I just, that I need like by that Thursday, I got to let them know. That's the, like the deadline to let them right. know if we want it. It's yeah. 150 birds. Is that what it is now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we put up the same amount of birds last year. We had. And it's all pheasant or is it pheasant and chucker no, or all something? Pheasant. It's all, all pheasant. I think it's all pheasant. All pheasant. Wow. Yeah. All pheasant. Okay. Yeah. 
So I felt it'll be a little easier to shoot pheasant. They they don't move as fast as the chucker and the small birds. And it's a what is target. that? What? How many stations were there? Ten or twelve? Or do you remember? He has twenty. Oh, a lot. There's twenty four stations. Is what he has. Oh, okay. Uh, we can do it at. Uh, he said that they could. They normally do it with twenty stations. Is what they do. Because you got okay. a couple stations that are close together, but you can, you can, uh, you know, we can right, we can skip right. Over. I remember us jumping one in between and going yeah. to the next one. Right. Yeah. So we have that. It's the option that we have and stuff like that. So right. I had uh, I'm trying to get you the list of what I got, and I tried to keep it very small and basic, just to the the initial, you know, Bob Heineman crew. Uh, so I got Frankie, I got Paul, I got Lewis, I got Michael. I got Gerard, Gerard's future brother-in-law. I got uh, Pete, the gentleman, Frank, that uh, we met at Traders, and his yeah. son's coming. I got Chris. I got Jack. I got my friend with his two younger sons. We got Kevin and a friend. Uh, I got Massimo. And then we had Sal as a baby. Sal notified the other day that he's got work. He can't get off of work. So, but like, you know, when I mentioned your brother Michael, your brother Michael's got his nephew and I think Tex are coming. And then right. if if we have if Nick and Abby can get the time, they'll be up. If they can't get the time, then they won't be up. That would make it like another two more people. But um I don't think as from speaking to him last night, I don't think that's gonna happen. Now someone had asked you about shooting clays. Is that yeah. included in that price or is that additional? That's included in that price. You could there's 25 you could shoot clays. Okay. You, well, they no, it's not sporting clays. They got that five stand, so you yeah. right the, the five stand on the side there. Yeah, side it, the it, it, and that's with twenty. It comes with twenty five clays. Obviously, you got to supply your own ammo, right? And right. that's that. So yeah, that comes with that little five stand they got there. So well, that's a nice little place. You even do warm up or do a little shooting afterwards. Yeah, you like well. If you guys noticed in the text message, I said you can do it before or after whatever you guys want to do. So. Well, uh, we'll make it a good day. And then the menu for that, you know, I'm, uh, I, I know Paul and I were talking and, uh, if we can get Frankie to make some of the sausage and peppers would be good. Uh, I think Paul and, and Camelo are going to make some type of pasta. I'm going to do the, uh, the boar fried rice. Like I did, I'm going to do, you know, everything revolves back to food and a menu. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm definitely got to jack it up to 300 a man with doing all this food. Yeah, I tell you what, the way I got it down for, for the amount that I got it with the food and everything, it worked out perfectly, you know. Uh, and then uh, I'm gonna do the, the smoked raviolis, I'll make a bunch of them and stuff like that. And uh, obviously, we'll make a big pot of chili because that always goes. Yep, definitely. Well, did you reach time. out to the the guy for the hogs too? Uh, I did not actually. Do you want to uh, go back? Do you want to go back, Paul? I want to go back. I I enjoyed the hog. <laughs> I know it was pricey, but the meat was good. Yeah, it wasn't meat too was bad. Good. It was about one hundred and twelve dollars a pound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with the way prices gone up, it'll be more economical. <laughs> and that was before my guess. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I I definitely want to go back. I mean, I don't know if I need a whole hog. I definitely, uh, you know, now it's just my wife and I in the house. I definitely would uh, maybe do a half if somebody wanted to split a half with me. But I definitely, uh, I definitely want to go back. I'm I'm down to I think two hams and uh, some hot dogs. 
So mm-hmm. I definitely, yeah. want, I definitely use. Uh, we, we put a dent in it, but I got three of them because and nobody else had a freezer, so they all gave this to me. So I wanted to put the three of them. Vincent's Saddle have a freezer at the house? I mean, he no, he's house. a little freezer above the refrigerator. So all of them are at my house. And they would come use the smoker on Sunday, and we'd make the the loins and everything we made here. Barbecue or do the smoker or whatever. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. No, it was good. I'm not complaining, but we have it was a lot. Three is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Three is a lot. I mean, so I'm one saying. Of those pigs, you know. Uh, one is a lot. <laughs> One's a lot, you know. I, I mean, we put out a lot of meat. We really went at it, you know. Uh, up, you know, when we were up at the lake house over the summer, and we went through a lot of it. I think what I enjoyed the most, what everybody enjoyed, was the ham steaks. And then when Frankie made those ham kebabs on Memorial oh, Day weekend, the oh my god, and that he, was criminal. You know, he brought them out like after everybody ate. That was like you know they were getting ready to serve like Italian ices and and, and cake and stuff. And Frankie's like, hey. I just made these ham kebabs look, on, look, what on I got. a barbecue. Look what I got. You know, uh, I don't think there was any left. I mean, he had a big they pan were, of them. They, no, they all went. They all yeah. went. They were like dessert. They were delicious. They were good. Well, listen, you did have pineapple on there. so I had know. pineapple, had maraschino cherries on there. Nice. Sounds we good. Had, uh, you. Is it a sweet sauce? On, yeah, I made a sauce. He made nice. like a cherry, cherryaki sauce. I made like a cherryaki with like uh, a mixture of... Uh, Orange uh, marmalade. Uh, I had uh, like uh, what's that? Hungarian barbecue sauce, and I mixed up all kinds of stuff. It was incredible. It was good. Sounds good. Yeah, I like that. That was very good. Have Have you got ammo from? Um, if you can see it, I'm gonna go back that way. From Walmart, have you been able to get ammo for like yes. you know for like pheasant yes. hunts and everything? Exactly. In fact, when I was there uh, yesterday or the day before, they were pretty well stocked. Oh, good, good. For 12-gauge shells? Yeah, yeah. I keep getting them as I go. I got no more room in my garage for them because I've been buying them every time they have them. What's the price on them? Uh, It's up uh, the the boxes, the Federals, that uh, sleeve of, you know, 400 rounds. They're 29. Wow. For for the whole four boxes? For the four boxes. Oh, that's cheap. Yeah, that's not bad. It's cheaper than going out and buying a case somewhere. Because what I'll do is I'll go buy a case is ninety nine dollars right now. I'll, I'll get twelve boxes for uh thirty sixty for ninety dollars. I'll get twelve boxes. I'll get two more boxes. That's great. If you buy a case right now with ten, you you only getting ten, and it's what cost you one hundred and ten. 110, 107. Right, ninety nine plus yeah. tax. You're right. Well, You're for right. Ninety for ninety. I'm getting more than a case. Without a doubt, it's a better deal. Yeah. Um, the single boxes, the individual boxes of uh, Winchester, uh, I think they get an eight, eight and change for them. That's still good. Per box. That's and still good because I paid fourteen, fifteen federal, over federal, here. Federal twenty twos, they got a shitload of them there. Uh, boxes of three hundred and twenty-five, high velocity, for twenty-one dollars. That's cheap too. That's very yeah. cheap. Yeah, I stockpiled them too. So. Yeah, the twenty two is the only thing I don't need. I have over ten thousand. They, they have twenty gauge. They have some twenty gauge there. Twenty on gauge, I can't find. On occasion, you'll see sixteen gauge. You'll see twenty eight gauge. Yeah, sixteen. I have plenty of too. That I have plenty of slugs, bird shot. Twenty, yeah, I can't I got, find. I got can't find 16. any twenty down here. Twenty, I have. I don't have a twenty. It, yeah. I have that one twenty. But I have about five boxes of twenty of trap loads. 
Yeah, they, they could use them. They had plenty of it there. I don't. I don't really use twenty at all. I have some twenty, but I hardly ever use that over and under once in a while. I actually bought that for Christina to use. And oh, the the Tristar. Yeah, I used it once after that. Didn't you buy a four ten over and under too? Was that you that bought the four ten over and under? No, I don't own a four ten. I never did. I have four ten under and over. I saw someone with four ten over and under. That's a nice gun. Didn't you say you had a bunch of extra four ten ammo? Yes, I, that's why well, I asked. Give it to Andrew. He's got a four ten. Yeah, I have. You know what I have? Those Remington Gold ones. They use like the high end skeet ones. They're like nine ten dollars yeah. a box. Yeah, I, he'll take them. Where I got them, I don't know, but I have about four or five boxes of them. I'd give them to Andrew. Just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I called you. Remember, I called you as if you had one that time. Right, but I don't have one. So now you got to give them to your brother. I appreciate you asking me, but I don't own a four ten. Yeah, the only thing I had, I, I had a bunch of uh, twenty-two Magnum. I gave you some of them that time. You and the Utz guy, am I right? I gave him some of them. I think you're thinking about somebody Utzer, because I don't have no twenty-two Magnums from you. You gave yeah, me. Some I gave you the Birdshot ones. Twenty-four Magnums. I gave you the twenty-two Magnum Birdshot. Oh, that Snake Shot ones. They had the blue yeah. tip on them. Yes, right. yes, you did give me some there. I'm sorry. And somebody gave me them. I said, "Could you use these? I have no gun for yes. these." Yeah, I have that uh, revolver, that twenty-two Magnum slash twenty-two LLLR. Yeah. Yeah, I went through over a lot of stuff. I have a lot of stuff that some stuff I don't have guns for. Some stuff I do. The heritage. That's what that is. I have. That's I have the same one. Yeah, it's a nice little one. A lot of fun. Yeah, single action cowboy action. I I have a lot of um, thirty-eight special three fifty-seven Magnum too. I don't have that gun. I don't have a three fifty seven either, but your brother does. Give it to him. Yes, yeah, so I got I got about four or five boxes of that shit too. Oh no. Doesn't your son have a three fifty seven Magnum? He never uses it. He never uses nothing no more. Which son? Oh, Philip has one, that's right. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I'll see. Oh, he, he's not gonna use it. Cool. When does he go shooting? My nephew. Supposed to go, we're supposed to go next Monday. We he goes, he goes all the time. Oh, does got, he? Yeah, he got a really nice three to seven. He's got the he's got the reverse barrel one, Frank. It's, it's on the a, bottom of the cylinder. It's called a oh, yeah. rhino. Is it a Chippewa or something like that? Uh, I gotta look it up now. Isn't that where President Clinton lives, Chappaqua? No. Ex President Clinton, I should say. I forgot the name of it, but he has one of them weird looking. I always uh, wanted to go into the like make a cigar and call it like the Lewinsky oh, or the Chappaqua or something. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh no. Oh no. We're going way off way off the reservation. Oh, yeah. If you made if you made a premium, a nice quality cigar, yeah, uh, here he cigars, is. and you named it the Chappaqua or something like that, people wouldn't buy it just to have Bye. it. Cousin Anthony. <laughs> What? Oh no! Yes, Philip. There it goes. The Chiapa, Chiapa Rhino. Rhino. That's a. I like that gun. It's a nice gun. Chiapa Rhino. Yeah. Sounds so, Italian. Sounds like Italian. It's the, the. It's got a high vented rib on the top and uh, barrels on the bottom. Takes a little something getting used to, but it's it's uh, a yeah. really nice. Yeah, I was at the range I belonged to. It was a guy there shooting one. Really, it's a really gun. nice gun. It's a short. It's a short trap gun. <laughs> it's a short trap. Gun. It's it's, it's Italian. Italian. It's Italian. You see that? I knew it. I knew it. It was Italian. 
So there you it's go. Man. You got you got three fifty seven. Give them to Philip. So give them to Philip. There you go. You know, I got some four ten. I got to give to you. I got a lot of shit. I got. I got a lot of extra shit. I got. I went over a lot of crap that I have. It's not crap if somebody wants it, right? Yeah. Yep. They said. Oh, definitely. The four ten. I got a lot of four ten. I didn't realize I had as much as I had. You know. Well, I don't know one. Give it to your brother. Yeah, I got two. I still haven't heard you say yes yet. Yeah. I got them, Morgan. Do I can't use them? I know you keep saying you got them. I keep. I got saying it. I got brother. it, Frank. <laughs> I know you got them. Frank, I got to win a lot of ticket. You want it? <laughs> yeah, I should have saved that one. My winning ticket that won nothing. <laughs> I still, oh, I still need a semi twelve. Look at this guy. <laughs> Winchester, Winchester SX four, Jeff. Nice guy. Who's that? That was Jeff, cable guy. Oh, Jeffy Jeff. He still needs a semi-automatic 12 gauge. Winchester SX4 or the the A300, the Beretta. I love my Beretta. Yeah. I love that gun. It, oh. <laughs> it's so forgiving on your shoulder. Yeah. Well, it's, oh, like it's an inertia gun, right? It's an inertia. Yeah. It's not a gas gun. It's an inertia gun. Yes. It's a, it gas, a gas gun. gun. Gas gun. Yeah. Yep. It's a yes, but the way they have it configured, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt you at all. No. I mean, I'll go and I'll shoot four or five rounds, one after another over there with skeet, and no problem at all. Yeah. I mean, That's I'm not 12. shooting high brass. I'm shooting low brass, naturally, but... It's a 12, right? Yeah, 12. 12. Yeah. Did you have two of them at one time? I love that. Well, he won oh, the no, one I, last I, year. I, I gave the one I won. I gave it to Anthony. Oh. The one I won at the Boy Scout thing. That was an eleven hundred dollar gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the same as the one I had. Uh, that was the sporting clay, uh, the sporting clay edition. Yeah, that was a, a wood it's gun. Wood? Is that wood? Yeah, or it's yeah, a, yeah, it was a wood gun. No, it, was, it was wood. And the it one I two... have is, is the black synthetic. You got the black one. The the but, one. Uh, yeah, that I gave wanted. it to Anthony. Anthony loves it. And then he went and he wanted an over and under. He went out and bought a nice Browning. In fact, he just shot it the other day. He bought a, uh, a ski thrower. Uh, you know the automatic one, like we have. Yeah. With the, you hook the battery up to it and everything. Yep. And he uh, he was out the other day with uh, Kate's dad, and they just go and they find a spot in the woods in Jersey, and they set up and they just start shooting. Nice. He, he could get away with that being with a trooper, I guess. Yeah. That's so. a big help. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I would say. We got just to keep some mental dates. The. The disabled a, American I've veterans. I've had mental dates before. Yeah. Louis, you did too. <laughs> Louis, we've had mental dates in the past. Back in 1979, 80. I think he's a book. Absolutely. A lot of mental dates. Good thing they don't know where I am now. 100%. Keep talking like this on a podcast. I'll find you immediately. Yeah, I, got, I didn't do anything wrong. No. They no. were the mental dates. I wasn't and, mental. And you look different without the, the baloney hanging from oh, your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without the, the, the uh, piece of garlic hanging off. Yeah. It's or, no, garlic. You got uh, the garlic. I had the most beautiful, plump, juicy oh, <laughs> garlic-stuffed olives before. Oh, my God. They were good. They were so good. Did you have them in a cocktail or you had them playing? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. He heard plump and he got scared. He sunk down in his seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but hey, I got Paul, a couple dates. Forget, we're still going. Uh, I, every time I see Ray, 
He's talking to me about going on that fishing trip. All right. Yeah. He's locked in. We were thinking of going early this year, too, right? I don't care when we go. We got to get the same place to stay. Because that oh, was yeah, absolutely. Our own little porch there. Yeah. Right down the block. We walked to the bar, walked to the restaurants. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, I got some conditions. You're going to have to sign a contract. You cannot drive up Old School House Road no more. Oh, I'm not driving, so you can go wherever you want. We got to drive. There's no way we're walking. Dude, I am not. For gas and my truck getting 10 miles to the gallon, we're leaving my truck home. I am not going up the road with the goats. I am not. Oh, you're going up that road one way or another. Hell no. He's almost left me for dead up there. Andrew. Yeah. Them them goats were talking to me. And we have video proof. Yeah, I got to dig it out. We have video proof. That was great. So, Lou, I did a stupid thing. Get out of the car. Take a picture of the goat real close. Oh, no. <laughs> I, do the Elmer Fudd, I do the Elmer Fudd sneak right over, and I'm like, and I'm videoing, video, video, and he, I'm gone. <laughs> gone. Oh, he left. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. Hey, old man Cronk's running down the I think he changed that part of the story around a little bit. I'm pretty sure that he got out to pee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me urinate on the side of the road, and I like me as a goat. He had his winky in his hand when I pulled away from him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. can I say winky? Well, I did. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, but uh, I know you want to. I know you want to get that out. Let me get these out before before we uh, we run out of time. I got May twelfth is a Thursday night having a friends of the NRA dinner. At the Coral House, if anybody's interested. Baldwin, New York. Baldwin, New York. Uh, we got July 9th, the Disabled American Veterans Clay Shoot up at 10 Mile Preserve, where we were last year. And September 16th is the, the Boy Scout Clay Shoot at Peconic River. It's on a Friday. So What's those are three up, things uh, that we got. The, the uh, DAV, what was that one? What's the, the date? That's July 9th. July 9th is a Saturday. July 9th. Okay. So we got that one going uh, as of right now. And then I think there's another uh, veterans one. I'm waiting for the guy to send me a flyer on it. So we'll put that out there. You know, the DAV calendar, you're in uh, you're in one of the pictures. Am I? Yeah. I forgot what month it was, uh, but you're in one of them. When they were giving this, I think it was the safety talk or whatever, or when we were standing okay. outside. Yeah. You were, in, you were in them beige shorts. You were up in the... Uh, Behind the guy that was talking on one of them guys. Gotcha. Mr. July? What is he? He might be Mr. July. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what month it is. I don't have the calendar in front of me right now. Was that that winky picture? <laughs> yeah, no. No, he, he didn't have to wink out at that point. Uh, was, was the goats in there too, Frank? Okay. Yeah. Short, goats he, shorts, he had long sleeve shorts on, so the winky <laughs> couldn't come out the bottom. <laughs> Oh God! Is a freaking rough crowd. Yeah. You know. Also, I, uh, before we get out, uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors. You know, Matthew's Custom Calls. Our cousin Matthew makes one of the finest custom calls. Turkey season's around the corner, so definitely hit him up, uh, MatthewsCustomCalls.com, and uh, put your order in. He makes a really nice cedar box custom call. I got a couple of them. I got some uh, slate calls. Very. Uh, very easy to use and simple. Uh, brings a lot of turkeys in. They talk in section to the birds. 
Foul Cup Coffee Company, my two sons with their little coffee company. Their website should be live real soon. Uh, Blackhound Optics, thank you to Blackhound. When we had nobody, they were one of our sponsors. And uh, we, we've been, I've been going through some emails, so we got a couple other sponsors coming up. Who's that, Lou? So, Fields and Fork. Oh, special shout out to the men and women of our armed forces. Yes, shout out to our men and And an extra special one to everybody over in Ukraine. Stay strong. That's right. Stay strong. Stay, stay, what is this? Stay, stay for us. Stay the course. Stay the course. Listen, they're doing a great job so far. I just hope they continue. Yeah. Well, hopefully they get some backing. I think that'll be a good thing. Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, those are the those are the events we got. The the fishing event. Uh, he said that the season opens for salmon in June, so and the brown trout opens up as well. So, it, are you guys going to do the one you do up in the, in Pennsylvania? The are trout you derby. Do what you do. Yeah. Is that what you going to do that? I'd like to do the trout derby. Uh, you know, I mean, we did it in the fall last time. Yeah, uh, we got to we got to see. I mean, that would be nice. We got to see if they're opening up. The, uh, if they're I mean, it's not only like that. that. I mean, we we haven't done any fundraisers and everything. That's usually what pays for everything on that. Yeah. Because we we operate that. It's, it, for years, it's been pretty much at a loss. A couple of years, mm -hmm. we kind of broke even, but it's very expensive. You know, we spent a thousand dollars on on having the fish uh, brought in and you know stocked, and then with all the food and this and that and the other thing. I don't know. It's going to be tough. I think so. the last time we had it, we made some money. The way we, we did it, we, we have you know, to get the, out. we have to get that game dinner going and uh, a couple of raffles up and running to bring some income. Yeah, so we could, uh, fund these projects and fund okay. that the thing. But yeah, we'd love to do it. We got to see if it's doable. Anybody on the hunt for anything to raffle off? Yeah, well, actually, Frank and I were talking about that uh, the other night. We were talking about. Uh, a real Frankie wanted to go with a little more of a higher end rifle. Yeah, we than, want to go with some type of a high end hunting rifle instead of your average, you know, instead of selling a five dollar ticket, boost it up a little bit, but give somebody a nice, nice rifle, you know, maybe like in the Weatherby something or this or that or whatever. And then, uh, we we're talking about also a nice, uh, crossbow. crossbow, you know, one of the new compact design, yeah, mm -hmm. they're really nice. And uh, we'll see. We're still working on it. It's still a work, work in progress. progress. Yeah. And that's that. Was All that right. Tori Lou? Who was that? Was yeah, that walking by. Tori walking by. Yeah, none of us, nobody else got any any type of dogs. So. Yeah, I would love to get one, but I'm in and out too much. Would it be fair to the dog? It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I've done it. I did it for many years. I just that you know, if I want to pick up and decide to go on a cruise or something next week, oh, what do I do? You got to board the dog or put him in a kennel. Or I, I went to a wedding do. last weekend. I had to put the dog away. Yeah, that's tough. I don't want to do that. So I'll wait till a time where every I could devote my time to the dog, and then I'll get a dog, and then everywhere I go, it'll be in the <laughs> front seat of the truck with me. Well, yeah, people say anytime you want me to watch them, just let me know. Yeah, them. Hey, I'm going away this weekend. Oh, this weekend. Oh, boy. yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, canine connection. Bring them over. Click. That's it. What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, you could always just leave them on a leash and hang them over a fence. Oh, that works too. Yeah. <laughs> it always oh, works. No. Hey, Frankie. Oh, no. It's the, it's the other Frankie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Is he listening from uh, 
from the How's Philippines. How's he doing anyway? Where is he? In Guam he or something? For like three weeks in um, around around July, around July 4th. Right around July 4th. No, I'm saying, how, where is he now? Is he in Guam? It's the Philippines. Oh, well, sounds the same to me. I don't know. Well, How's he doing? All right? Good? Everybody's doing good? good. Yeah, I speak to him. He's doing good. He just he just completed his house. Just moved into it. All right, good. Tell him I said hi when you speak with him. Absolutely well. Good guy, Frank. When he comes in, maybe we'll do a, a group trip to a Yankee game. We'll see. Sounds good to me. We'll see. We'll get, uh, we'll get the Guido if, out of If, if they have a play. That should be a topic for next week. Well, yeah. that's that. Yeah, well, we'll see. I what's think we'd be on better off doing a group uh, uh, trip to uh, the Yankee Triple A team in Scranton. <laughs> might be right. To, you might be right. Listen, we must go to the Bronx. Here you go, Frank. Here's the mission. Call John Barrett. Get that guy with the boat, and we just we all charter a little boat. We go out fishing. Uh, yeah. Listen, absolutely. You can do that with John's boat. John's uh. Almost completed with his captain's license. He's starting chartering this summer. With his oh, boat. is he really? His boat's yeah. not going to handle like 10 people. Uh, I don't know about that. You see that last boat he got? It's a nice size boat, but you ain't taking 10 people out on that boat. Oh, no, probably not. Uh, who no. the hell would want to go out on a boat with 10 people anyway? Yeah. Well, he's got the, that guy we could charter that little boat. Lewis's brother is always nice to take out when you take Frankie because when the waves go up and down, he turns a lovely shade of green. Oh, yeah. We had some fun with him fishing. We had some fun with him fishing. We got some good oh, pictures of him fishing. We could, do one on a, we could do it in a raft in, off East Rockaway, oh, going, around, going around ships. Greenpeace like, style? Like Greenpeace <laughs> style. Yeah. Actually, it was behind Pathmark in East Rockaway, and it was in a, a, a nine foot aluminum, aluminum John boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that exceeded the weight limit. I made it work. We made it work. We got a Tons of crabs. We really did. What was that noise? The ship in. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we got out when we we hitchhiked, and the guy went to pick us up. We went, go ahead, Lou, get the car. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. We thought Lou was going to get raped. Uh, we honestly didn't think you were coming back. That guy, <laughs> he was too happy to pick you up in his little rape van. Uh, you got in that oh, thing and drove off. We were like, until Lou we fought it. Yeah. Guys, yeah, take the van, go. Let me out. <laughs> take the van, go. We got three out. guys standing on the side of a freaking residential area with a boat in the middle of a neighborhood. <laughs> that like, ain't nothing. That ain't worse than me and Louie hitchhiking on friggin' on 17 with rifles on. Oh, with rifles, yeah. And a milk truck drove up and they drove away. He saw guns and kept going. Yeah, that was good. I think we were what 17, 18? Oh yeah. You're right. Yeah, my mother's Grand Prix. I was a 77 Grand Prix. Cases and guns walking in three feet of snow. Yep. In the middle of a blizzard. Yeah. Yeah, that was something. Oh, that was some trip. Oh, we had a lot of fun like that back then. We had a lot of fun like that these days too. We just have a lot of fun in general. Hey, so. I might I might need somebody to take a road a road trip with me soon. I was looking at these uh, cars that I'm thinking about buying. Well, not cars. I was looking at different cars. I'm going to buy one. You still but looking at in, the Model A? They're they're outside of Houston in Texas, so I would have to uh, go oh. there, take a trip, and make sure it's what I want. No, actually, I was looking at uh, like '63, '64, and '65 convertible Falcons and oh, Fairlanes, okay. but they're all from either California, New Mexico. There's uh, a run on them down there, Arizona. No rust, no ride. Beautiful, beautiful cars. So, yep. 
Everywhere else, they're, they're like basket cases. You got to really work them hard. With a nice, nice flathead V8 in it, yank that motor out, put a stroker in it or something with a blower. So, yeah, I want to do something silly like that soon, very soon. Well, let's let's go. Get the trailer, fill it up, and let's move. We'll go. Sounds good. For it. Yep. No, I would probably have it shipped. I don't think I'm making that ride with a trailer and pulling it back. It would cost me a half a million dollars just in gas. Well, by today's standards, gas is you know, crazy. It cost I me a thousand dollars. You just have it shipped. I'll do that. What's the fun in that? Yeah, I know. I know. But, uh, you know, if I ask somebody to come with me and we're taking my truck, my trailer, and I can't ask you to pay the for gas, it's coming out of my pocket. That's why I'm thinking about having it shipped. Oh, well, your option. It might be we'll cheaper. See. So, so we can fly out there yeah. to go look at it. I was thinking about it. Well, that I got to pick one out thing. first, so we got to see what I'm doing. I did see some nice roadsters out there too. Nice 32 Ford roadsters and a couple of things like that. I've seen a couple of nice Model A's. So we'll see. You want something partially built, or you want to? Uh, I was looking at both actually. Most of the ones out there I've seen were already pretty much done. Um, but the, there was a couple of them where I could still put my, you know, put my edge on it, put my stink mm -hmm. on it. Gotcha. You know, as far as suspension and, you know, putting some kind of crazy motor in it. But, uh, yeah, but the bodies were all nice. The paint was all nice on most of them. So. Yeah, that part of the country, you definitely get a lot of better quality stuff. Yeah. Because of the weather, no salt on the roads. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all nice. Yeah, yeah, that truck I have, the one that Andrew found for me, that's a California truck. Is that a California truck? Yeah. Yeah, I ran the numbers and everything. Yeah, it's from California. That's why it did, you know, it was such, such a shape, the metal on that thing. Well, plus, they used heavier gauge steel back in the day. But, uh, yeah, there was no, no rot on that truck at all. The rust to this day, I mean, it's still solid. So, had a lot of potential. Yeah, was, that was yeah. a good bond find. Oh yeah, no doubt. All right, no gentlemen, doubt. we're running an hour and twenty minutes, so. Uh, I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Yeah, till our next podcast. We're uh, next time we got. I got a couple of guys that we're uh, we're gonna try to have on as guests. Uh, talk about some uh, some bird hunting and stuff like that. So I got a couple of emails out. A couple of people did respond. I'm just working on their schedule. So hopefully, by next podcast, we'll have a couple uh, apple couple guest speakers on there talking about uh, some things that are going out in the universe that we don't do, uh, other types of hunting. It'll be interesting to see what the other people do. There you go. And awesome. That's it. Very All good. right, Peace. gentlemen. Can I Peace, love, right. the gap. Be safe. I'll see you uh, in a little bit. All right. Okay. The River Ducci. River Ducci. If tomorrow all things are gone I worked for all my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away I'm free, and I won't forget the ones who died.
who gave that right to me and i gladly stand up next to you and defend us till today there's a real no doubt i love this land 